Hey, 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 guys. It's me, your girl, your designer bestie, Nat. And I'm so, 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 so excited to be here. I think I listened to my teeth. To be here for episode, I think it's episode four of the G Spot. Oh my gosh, babes. Like, I'm so excited to be here. And if you've tuned into the first three episodes and you know that this is our first, first, first episode being live in full effect. So if you're listening to this, if you're listening to the audio, we also have visual and the visual will be on YouTube. And if you're watching this visual, then hey, <laughs> hey guys, hey, I'm super, super excited. Like I've been wanting to do a like visual experience because I feel like Audio only is great for like, you know, when you're driving, you're at the gym, you're at work, you just want to listen to the audio, you just kind of like, you know, want to just vibe and just have something in your ear other than music going that's going to either educate you, inform you, like, you know what I'm saying, have our bestie time and shit, like, audio is great. But then I know myself included, like, I really like visual experiences. Like, sometimes audio, I could just be like, I could fall off easy. But with the visual experience, it really keeps me engaged. So I'm super, super excited to bring this visual format to you guys uh, to really be able to dive in and experience the G spot. So real quick, I want to say, don't get me wrong, the setup is a little janky. If y'all saw what the setup looks like around me right now, you will be like, girl. But I gotta do what I gotta do for the G-babes. You know what I'm saying? I gotta do what I gotta do. There's no excuses. You gotta execute, execute, execute. And I wanna make sure that I bring you guys a visual experience. So, you know, ring light setup, little, you know, janky janky going on mike on the left but guess what we gonna get this popping we're gonna get this popping so it's all about executing and making it happen so like i said guys i'm super super excited for you to be tuned into another episode of the g spot if this is your first time here welcome okay again like i said my my name is nat your designer bestie and you are here at the g spot it the g spot is our safe haven the G-Spot is the place that we are able to be unapologetically ourselves to discuss real life shit and be able to really just like get to the bottom of it. Like be able to um, give each other advice, to be able to talk through our shit, to be able to know that we're not alone and really build a community um, really be an extension from golden, okay, to a community that we're able to have these intimate conversations to just, in just like, you know, have girl time, to be honest, or bestie time, because you know the the G bosses, the guys, they be tuned into they be tuned into G spot. You know what I'm saying? Everybody be wanting to get locked in the G spot, and I feel you. I feel you because the tea is hot. The tea is piping over here. Okay, so I'm just really really excited. I know I say that a lot, but I just really am because I'm. With the help of my partner in life, J.R. Lee, I love him so much. I am holding myself more accountable um, to showing up. So if you listened to last week's episode on self-sabotage, and you know I've been self-sabotaging like a bit on this on this podcast. So I'm really working to make sure that I'm showing up for myself. Therefore, I'm showing up for you guys. And, you know, I feel like this show is creating a community that can really serve people. So I just want to make sure that I'm doing my part and my due diligence. And also it serves as a form of therapy for your girl because uh, I've been going through it. 
I mean, I know we all be going through it. We all be going through it. So the G-Spot really be helping because we really be diving into topics that are really like about that action. Okay, so today's episode, okay? First of all, I want to say a special, 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 special thank you. Okay, so of course, Golden the Brand, all right? So if you don't know what Golden the Brand is, Golden the Brand is our lifestyle brand, okay? We are helping you to elevate your self-love, your self-worth by designing handcrafted, um, one-of-a-kind exclusive pieces like the one I'm wearing. Hello. <laughs> the lounge suit. You can't see my bottoms, but repping that Pokemon lounge suit today, okay? So uh, creating these incredible um, exclusive pieces that make you feel amazing, that make you feel beautiful, comfy, and cute, all right? That's going to help you to elevate your self-love, what you see in the mirror, how you feel about yourself. So when you, you walk outside, you're just in your house, or you're just showing up in the world more confident because you feel more confident. You look good, you feel comfortable, you don't feel like static and stuck and all this shit. You feel good, you feel comfortable, okay? That's helping you to show up in your life and helping you to ele- helping you to show up in your life, feel better about yourself, which is ultimately going to help you to elevate your lifestyle. So, this podcast is an extension of golden like i said creating an intimate space for us to get to know each other better to be unapologetically ourselves and to get to the tea that's going to help us to heal (laughs) hello all right so of course this podcast is sponsored by golden the brand thank you love you love you and of course we are sponsored by food for thought network as well helping individuals and creatives to think and create freely to um to share their gifts with the world. And really it's just an incredible platform that is connecting us with boss ass high performance people that are giving us the keys to success for life and sharing the journey, okay? So go ahead and check out Food for Thought Network at imjrlee.com and imjrlee on Instagram, okay? So without further ado, we gotta get into this. We gotta get into this, okay? This, This week's episode is about depression. And I don't want to say it's like about depression. Like I don't want to I don't want to say like it's about depression cuz it's just like when you hear it's about depression though. It's about depression. Because when you I, I feel like when you hear the word depression it has a heavy ass connotation to it. So it's like you some people think about depression and they just think about this dark ass cloud and just like super sadness and no one wants to talk about it which is why I feel like we need to talk about it okay because your girl I don't want to claim that I've been depressed but I feel like I've been on the verge and struggling with it for a while now and you know depression doesn't show up in one specific way it shows up in many forms. It can be mild. It can be severe. It just shows up different ways. And with the year that we've all had, oh, fuck it. It's like March 2020, really, when like we went into quarantine and stuff like that. So it's like more than a year. With the more than a year that we all had, I know we've all been struggling with our emotions, Okay. 
I'm not going to say that we've all been depressed, but I can definitely say that I know that we've all been struggling with our emotions because this has been unprecedented times. Us as millennials, we are living some shit that we're just like, what the hell is going on, right? We've never been through anything like this at this magnitude. So I think that the way that we are all processing it is different, but I do know the way that, I do know that it's affecting us all, okay? Like it's affecting us all. So I wanted to dedicate this episode to depression, like negative feelings, and just like that transition because I just feel like it needs to be spoken about. And I just want you to know that you're not alone. Like I really want you to know that you're not alone. I want you to know that I am here for you. I understand I've experienced depression at multiple times in my life. And I just want to talk about it because I wanted to clear the air. I wanted to create this, like, of course, this safe space where we can, you know, discuss these things and know that we're not alone and that there are other other G babes that are feeling the way that we're feeling, right? So when I look over here, this is my notes. Like I told y'all, set up a janky, okay? But yeah, so off bat, like when I think like, okay, so I was first thinking about starting it off like, you know, what is depression? And I'm not going to get into like, oh, I'm going to look up like the textbook definition and shit like that because like I said we all just we all experience it in different ways but I just want to I would say that I think about depression as like a negative frequency or like negative energy bad vibes off balance inside right so like I feel like we all know when we are like not okay you know what I'm saying like when shit just gets heavy. Like when I feel like I'm struggling with becoming depressed, I feel like lethargic. I feel like I don't want to get out of bed. I feel like I just want to sleep. And don't get me wrong. I fucking love sleeping. I will sleep my ass off. Okay. But this is a different type of shit. Like, it's like, I have no motivation to get out of bed. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't want to get out of bed. I feel tired, like my body feels tired, but like mentally, like I just feel, I have felt tired, you know, like mentally just felt like everything was a lot and I didn't want to deal with it. I just wanted to just stay in bed because I felt like bed was more of a safe haven than getting up and dealing with whatever it was going on in my life, right? So that like either eating more or eating less, um mood swings like crazy um brain fog and not just really being clear on what I'm doing or what I want like the lack of motivation would be like the biggest thing to me I would say and like I told you guys like I feel like I've been struggling with it on the verge for the last for a while now and I say that because like when we left Tampa it was around this time literally around this time last year. And ever since, like, I have not felt stable. I have not felt stability. And that's a huge thing in my life for me, like, to feel stable, to feel stability. Um, I'm a Virgo. <laughs> my birthday's next month, September 3rd. Hello, Virgo gang, 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 gang. But um, <laughs> I just feel like, um, I feel like 
I lost my train of thought. Talking about some Virgo gang gang. Still Virgo gang gang though. Um, I feel, oh yeah, I feel like um, stability is a huge thing in my life. And I'm sure that a lot of people can like, um, a lot of people could relate to that. That feeling stable, feeling like your feet on the ground, that helps you to kind of get more of a grip on your reality and a grip on your life. And um, like I said, I have not felt stable, right? And um, we were homeless when we moved to Atlanta for months. And I feel like when you are in flight or flight, fight or flight mode, and AKA I say survivor mode, you're not really like processing what's going on. You're just processing surviving it. And the thing about it is like our bodies are not built to be in fight or flight mode constantly. It's not built to just be, you know, in survivor mode indefinitely, right? So I feel like when you're in flight or flight, AKA survivor mode for too long, and when you're not dealing with your shit, here comes depression like this. Here comes depression kind of like floating in because you're just not dealing with your shit. And so like, I still have so much shit to deal with. Like I literally need therapy and um, so many emotions and just so many things to have to, to think about and that I've been through that I had yet to process. So there be they become like trigger points you know what i'm saying they become trigger points where they become trigger points where when something happens that normally i might not have been so affected by when something happens because i have undealt with feelings they are triggered and there comes like i said depression or me feeling heavy and like bad energy and bad vibes. And so, you know, I say all that to say, like, it doesn't always come cookie cutter. It doesn't say, it's not like something specific happened, it's catastrophic, and then now you're depressed. It doesn't necessarily always happen that way. I think sometimes it just creeps up on you. I think sometimes it just has been lingering and has gone unchecked. And I think a big thing about it is like a lot of us maybe feel like no one will understand if we talk about what's bothering us. If we, because when you have a lot of unchecked feelings, it can build up. So if you're going a long time not talking to anybody, and like that's a huge thing for me. Like I don't talk about my shit. Like I talk about my shit with my partner. But other than that, I don't talk about my shit with anyone else. So I have this bad habit where I just internalize a lot. I internalize everything. I um, I kind of, like, something happens, and instead of being confrontational, I'll just internalize it and sweep it under the rug. That rug then piles into a mountain of shit, okay? And next thing you know, you're blowing up like all for something that's small um, or you're just overreacting um, or you just retreat and become depressed, right? Because it's unchecked feelings. So I think it's really important that we find positive outlets to express ourselves. 
and to express our feelings and express things that are bothering us and to know that our feelings are valid. Like, I think that's the biggest thing, like knowing that your feelings are valid, knowing that what you have to say matters, how you feel matters. And um, I'm sorry, guys, hold on. The computer was going to die and we must be having problems. Hold on, y'all. Nope. Give me one second, guys. Okay, let me just pull that out. Alright, good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> to know um, that our feelings are valid and um, they matter and there are people that do want to listen, not just to hear us complain and then they go talk about it and they go spread our business, but people that actually care, they genuinely care, they want to make sure that we're okay and want to know that, want us to know that we're loved and cared for and that there's someone that wants to listen and help us. Okay, and so... Honestly, you might have someone in your life like that, and you might not. Um, and for me, like I said, I have my partner, and I have, like, one friend. And other than that, like, I really don't have anyone that I talk to about, you know, things that I'm going through. Um, and so I think that another good thing to do is to journal. Ah, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's to journal. Um, journal. That has really been helping me. Like, I have been dealing with a lot of relationships um, and falling outs and relationships that are going through different seasons and they have impacted me so much, so heavily, like where I've had breakdowns and I would just like, you know, when you like remember so much about like what was, like, you know what I'm saying? Like what's happened and how life was before. And I think I was just getting so caught up in like the past that I wasn't realizing like, Hey, like this is the present, like, you know, get with the times. Like, I understand that you feel the way you feel, but this is the present. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like we're here. You got to deal with what's now. This person's acting like this. Now this person's this season is over, you know what I'm saying? And having to really come to terms with it. So journaling has really helped me with that because I've been able to pour my thoughts out, brain dump on the paper and at the same time, um, be able to like go back and look at it later. You know what I'm saying? And process what I'm, it's like talking to yourself, like even doing a video like this, you know what I'm saying? Doing a video or doing a voice recording, something to get the thoughts out your head because <laughs> like you just can't have all those thoughts and all those emotions and all those feelings in your head. It's like, you're like a balloon, like you'll explode. You know what I'm saying? So doing something like it doesn't necessarily have to be to a person but doing journaling is huge journaling getting a journal for the dollar store walmart whatever getting a journal and just journaling out your thoughts getting your phone propping it up doing a video voice recording or another good thing too is if you're dealing with something with a specific person write them a letter but never send it you know what i'm saying like write a letter out like you're literally talking to them, pour out your feelings and how you're feeling and don't send it. You can burn it. My friend was telling me that like you can burn it and that's kind of like a signal of like release. Um, or you could just like, I don't know, 
hide it or like put it in a shoebox for like 20 years or something like I don't know but it like the main main point I'm trying to get at is that you need to have a positive outlet for your emotions because if not they'll just pile up and they'll feel heavy on you which can lead to you feeling depressed which can lead to low vibes and energy um, or can just lead to you blowing up in a way that you didn't want to okay so yeah super important guys super important and you know i was thinking about it and i was thinking about like the first time i felt like oh i might be depressed or i felt like this is something more than just being sad you know um or even like accepted it like you know and i realized that this was in it was either middle school or high school. It had to be like eighth or ninth grade or something like that. And I was going through a lot. Like, okay. I'm going to divulge. I'm going to divulge. Is that the word I'm looking for? Like, I'm going to like spill the tea. I'm going to like say. This is weird because I literally only told a handful of people what I'm about to say in my whole life. And um, I'm just like double checking in real time to make sure like I'm okay with taking it here. But I think I need to because I feel like there might be a G-Babe out there that is going through this now or has been through this and she might be feeling like shit and she needs to know she's not alone. So I'm gonna say it and talk about it. Okay. Okay, so. Growing up, I was very insecure. Okay, I've spoken about that before. I was very insecure, skinny mini, light bloomer, didn't have boobs, still like, you know, itty bitty committee, but I love myself now, so better but back then hell nah like hated my body avoided mirrors hated my height everything blah, blah blah and I had this thing where you know how they say like you go looking for attention in the wrong places gratefully I didn't like take it to the maximum but I did have a void of love don't get me wrong my parents loved me my mom told me I was beautiful you know what I'm saying like I had that but I didn't love myself you know what I'm saying like and um I would compare myself to everyone I would compare myself to the Latinas like I'm from the Bronx if you feel me um BX stand up all day um I'm I went to school in Westchester you feel me so I was around a lot of different people so like I compare myself to the Latinas when I lived in Florida I compared myself to the white girls, you know, because I was in spaces where um, the black guys love the snow bunnies. Like, you know what I'm saying? That was what they call the, the white girls. The white girls. Um, I compared myself to literally everyone. I wanted to be anyone but myself, which led me to have lack of self-esteem, lack of confidence, and really want attention from the opposite sex and so when I was growing up 
My friends got a lot of play around me, but guys didn't really approach me like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong. I wasn't whack. You feel me? Like, I always, like, had a fashion sense. You know what I'm saying? My hair, like, I always had to get my hair done. Like, I'm always a hairstylist. My hair had to be done. I always wore accessories. Like, I was always, like, you know, like, put together and wanted to be put together. But I just didn't, like, the guys weren't asking for my number. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Like, and so that really made me feel very insecure. Around eighth grade, funny story, in eighth grade, I had my first kiss. And I had my first kiss. We was like on the sidewalk. Our friend groups was around like, oh, kiss, kiss, kiss. He pecked me, whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Kiss, whatever. I was excited. He was just like, all right, whatever. And um, like the next day I found out that he was doing all that because he wanted to get closer to me, to my best. He wanted to get closer to my best friend. So he was doing all that. He kissed me, my first kiss, literally just so he can get closer to my best friend, um, who was a Latina. And so he can go out with her. So my self-esteem was like shot, right? Like I was just like, okay, so I thought that I was getting some attention and reality. Nope, you were just using me. Okay, so self-esteem was shot. So this was, there was this guy and it was a friend of that guy who was using me to get to my friend. And he was the one that told me, I think. And he kind of became like a confidant. And then that moved from being a confidant to giving me attention. And then, like, he became my boyfriend. Okay, so eighth he became my boyfriend. We dated off and on, literally, eighth grade up until, like, 10th grade summer or, like, 11th grade or some shit. Like, whatever, something like that. So for, like, a while. And um, off and on, he... Okay. Looking back now, I can say that he was um, mentally abusive, I would definitely say, because he gaslighted a lot, made me question a lot of things about myself. I developed this thing where I was always wrong, so I wanted to make up for it. Um, and it just, it, 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 because I already had low self-esteem, it really triggered me a lot. And it made me feel worse off. So I'm thinking I had to do certain things or had to be certain ways or I had to like, you know what I'm saying, keep taking him back or this or that or deal with bullshit because I was finally getting the attention that I wanted. I was in a relationship, I had a boyfriend, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I felt like I was wanted in some shape or form. But because of that mental abuse that I didn't realize until like a few years ago, um, I was more depressed, right? So breaking up on and off and this and that and just a whole bunch of bullshit and rumors and just like our business always being in the streets and shit you know what I'm saying <laughs> in the middle school high school streets you feel me um I was depressed I would find myself um you know like 
wanting to just sleep, just be in my room, like not really wanting to eat. My grades were like up and down. Like there was just a lot going on. And of course, I come from like a Caribbean household. So um having a boyfriend really wasn't a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I didn't have anyone to talk to. And the only people that I would talk to were my friends who were the same age as me, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, what wisdom could they really give, right? Um, so I was just depressed. But it hit an all-time high when this was towards the end of our relationship when I found out that he was he cheated on me, like he was cheating on me like throughout the relationship. But I found out that, and this is the part that I was just like, there's a GP about there that, you know, can needs this or needs to hear this and needs to know she's all alone. I found out that basically he cheated on me with a man. Okay. And um it probably wasn't the first time type shit. And the thing about it was the way I found out. I found out um, his best friend told me, who was also like a really good friend of mine. They had known for a while. They didn't know, like, they didn't know if they should tell me, but they did. Yeah, so um, I found out from his friend, who was a good friend of his, um, who was also good, like, who was his best friend, who was a great friend of mine, too. Um... They couldn't hold it in any longer and they felt really bad and like, you know, that I need to know, especially because, you know, when someone's cheating and they like trying to make you seem like you're doing all this bad stuff and like you're a bad person because they're projecting. Yeah, that was what was going on. So she just couldn't take it anymore. Me beating myself up and me feeling bad about little things, him making things bigger than they seemed and making me feel like I wasn't like less than and like, you know, all that stuff. So, Yeah. Um, he had cheated with like with this guy, like an older guy in college. And the thing about it that crushed me the most was I she showed me like because I was just like what like you know what I'm saying like huh? So she showed me the screenshots for the conversation of him like bragging about the things that he did with the guy. So. He was bragging about, you know, he sucked this and his dick looked like this and he did that. He had a good time. He would do da, 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 da. a little freak. I was like, oh, with this guy. And I didn't know. And that's dangerous. <laughs> um, I wasn't sexually active. Okay. So I wasn't sexually active. He was clearly, but I was not sexually active. So the, the thing that like, when I look back and I look, when I look back and I think about it, I'm so grateful because shit could have turned up a lot if we were, but gratefully we weren't together. (laughs) So, but still like, you know, like when I read the messages, like he, the crazy thing was, I, like, for example, I was at, like, our mutual friend's house, right? And I was sleeping over. Like, that's how close we were, right? And, like, he pulled up. Like, he was pulling up. And he pulled up with these two people, like, two college kids. One was a guy and one was a girl. And they was, like, you know, had beers and shit like that. Like, we was all chilling or whatever, quickly, whatever. And that he was about to slide again. 
but come to find out the guy he was with was the guy he cheated on me, well one of the guys he cheated on me with and it was before he pulled up you feel me so you pulled up and then we make it out and we doing all the stuff after you just did whatever you did with this guy dangerous and so i remember that day I went home or like when I found out and I saw the screenshots, I like just, I remember like I crawled up in a ball and um, I was crying so much guys. I was like a wreck. I was so distraught. I was so like, I literally feel for my younger self. I literally feel for her because that wrecked my whole self-esteem that wrecked my entire self-image that destroyed me it did it destroyed me and that's when I first realized how much of depression I was in so after I found that out like you know um after I found that out, I was, like, upset. They wanted to do this whole, like, like you know, thing where we caught him, like, in the act or caught him or whatever. Like, got him, like, major payback. But I just couldn't. I just, like, told his ass off or blocked him and, like, had beef after that school. Beef. Like, I just wanted to fight this guy. Like, I just wanted to, like, mm, it was beef. Um, after that. And... But personally, like I said, I had really low self-esteem before that. So it made me question everything. It made me question, like, you know, did he care about me for real? Was I just a cover-up girl? Like, so that people didn't know his true sexuality. Um, Everything that, like, we shared or, you know, the years we were together, like, was for nothing. Like, was I only good enough to be a cover-up girl? Was I only, you know, I just, it wrecked my self-esteem. It did. I had so many questions and again, I had no one to talk to. And this is why I say it's so important. Like feeling like you have no one to talk to is so dangerous. It's so very dangerous because you you're keeping these toxic thoughts and feelings inside and it's just you against you. You're not sharing it with anyone to for them to tell you like, hey, hold on. No, you're being like your worst enemy right now. You're thinking about the worst case scenario of absolutely everything. Hold on. No, you are this. You're beautiful. You're that. Da, da, da. Like these are the things that I need to hear, but I literally had no one to talk to. So I internalized everything. I didn't understand anything about sexuality. I didn't understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? He didn't like understand these things. We're young, but the way that everything was went about and like the way I found out and everything with it and then again like I said my already low self-esteem that's now shot I just took it really hard and I was really depressed like I remember I would come home and I literally would not eat anything I literally would just crawl in bed and just lay there hours hours 
just wanting to sleep, just wanting to fade into sleep. The only peace that I felt like I got was in sleep. Just literally just, um, <laughs> I don't know, I didn't mean for this to get so, I mean, that episode was going to be heavy anyway, because I just feel like there's some shit that, need, that we need to talk about, you know, but I just felt like I just went to sleep. I didn't want to eat anything. I was losing even more weight, even skinnier, which made me like hate my body even more. I was like wearing my hair in weird ways, like covering my face, just, just kind of like retracting inside, like, you know, and I remember my mom was like, going on like what's going on I just couldn't tell her because it's like you're just gonna like you're not gonna understand I felt like she wasn't gonna understand she was gonna be mad she was gonna be this she's gonna be that you know what I'm saying you're ready to want me to have a boyfriend you're gonna find out all this stuff like you're just gonna be all this mess right so I was just like okay like nothing nothing you know what I'm saying like nothing I'm fine like it's just like you're not fine please talk to me like pleading with me like I remember her pleading with me like please talk to me, like, what's going on, and, like, this is going on for, like, months, you know, um, and I don't really remember how I kind of started to come out of it, to be honest, but at this point, I felt like I just needed to escape, I, my, some of my friends, like, after I found out, some of my friends, like, like, the girl that told me, the girl, the two girls, they were still his friend, a friend that I had started to like hang out with him and be his friend and stop being my friend. Like I just, it was so much going on. I had like my friend group, the people that I cared about dwindling down. Um, and so I felt alone. So I felt used up and just thrown to the side and I felt alone. I felt like I had no one to talk to. I just wanted to escape. So around this time, stuff was going on at home and um oh and around that time my great-grandmother who I was really close with passed away from cancer and it was not super sudden so we we saw her um pass slowly you know the process um so that was hard and she passed away the day after my birthday like the morning and um you know it was a lot so around this time uh like I said things were going on at home my mom had the opportunity to move to Florida and I was then posed with the um the predicament where I was like okay first of all I don't want to have to make this decision but second like I don't want to have to like go through senior year without my mom like what about college what about prom what about this what about that like what am I supposed to do like who am I supposed to talk to lean on you know so I decided to go with her to Florida and um, I started out a new school. I had a friend in Florida that was my friend from before when I lived there from before. And um, she was my, I went to the school she went to. So she was like my only like friend, her and her sister. Um, but we were really close. So we were best friends. And um, so I was depressed, but I was, dep- so I was depressed in New York. But then I came to the school in Florida that I felt like I was an outcast. I felt like I was totally had culture shock. I felt like it was night and day from where I just came from. Um, and so I was kind of having a little bit of like dep- depressive uh, signs or spaces there as well. So, you know, I'm not trying to just go on a long tangent about depression, but what I am trying to talk about is that like 
it builds up slowly. You know what I'm saying? And it's different things that can be triggering points and how important it is to, to understand that you not, you are not alone, you know, um, to know, like, you know, I want to have this conversation because I feel like it could spark so much more. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it could spark a bigger dialogue for us to all communicate and talk to each other because you just do not know what a person is going through. You just do not know the space they're in and how fragile they are because you can show up on the outside strong, but inside you feel so fragile. And it's so important that we just know that we're not alone. And that's why I wanted to have this dialogue and start this dialogue because it's so important and it's just not spoken about enough um, consistently because shit happens, okay? And I wanted to share that with you guys. Like I said, I've never shared that like in any type of public platform or anything like that. I um, have only shared it with a handful of people literally in my life. But I believe that, you know, that was kind of like a, top icing like you know like just a top layer surface layer but I feel like there are um there's a g-babe out there that needs it and that needed to hear it and that could maybe relate maybe not directly but something like that um they might there might be a g-babe that's on the other side right that might be have been like that guy in the situation and doing that to somebody else or just not knowing or struggling with sexuality or just like you know and it's just like we gotta talk we gotta talk about it like you gotta know that you have a space that you can be free and unapologetic and talk about your shit because holding it in can cause you to be depressed, cause you to have bad and negative thoughts and low frequencies and and just spiral into a whole bunch of other stuff. And I just don't want that for you. Like we can we can bring our, our vibes up and and help ourselves and each other heal, you know? And so um all in all, like I said, there are so many different things that can trigger you to being depressed. Traumas, family, relationships, whether it's friendships or relationships, fucking questioning sexuality, you know what I'm saying? Um, passing in your life or like your family, in your, someone in your family or friends, something just tragic, a tragic event anything something small by just like looking in the mirror and just like you know having lost a lot of weight or gained a lot of weight you know saying just like anything losing a job unemployment covid and this quarantine shit anything so i just want you to know like i said that you're not alone and um i'm here if you want to talk my dms are always open i really want to create this space safe space this dialogue and um to know that i know there are hotlines um, that you can call, seek out maybe a therapist if you have the ability to. Like, I know that there some people find that there's, like, not a good connotation for therapy, but fuck that. We live in a dual time. Go talk to somebody. That's their job, to help you and to listen and to give you an unbiased um, point of view. Um, you know, we want to we discover healthy ways to... Um, get out of depression or avoid depression and just have these healthy outlets that are not drugs, that is not alcohol, like, you know, binging on food, binging on drugs, binging on alcohol, binging on sex, you know what I'm saying? Like, all these things that, like, in 
huge amounts can be toxic, you know what I'm saying? And not a healthy way to deal with what the fuck you're going through. Because at the end of the day, it don't matter how much weed you smoke. It don't matter how many um, shots of honey you took or Casamigos, you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, um, that bullshit that you're feeling is still inside. And it's going to continue to be inside no, how to, no matter how far you spiral. So I think it's really important for us to talk about healthy um, outlets and ways for us to deal with um, depression and to overcome it. And I think, like I said, journaling, um, getting your thoughts out, talking to a friend, uh, talking to like a confidant who, someone who's been like asking about you that you could trust. You might not feel like they care or you might not feel like, um, what you, like what you're saying or your, your thoughts or your feelings are valid. Fuck how you feeling. Not fuck how you feeling, but like, fuck, fuck, fuck that shit you're telling yourself. You're, Thoughts and your feelings are valid. So open up, open your mouth. Just make your mouth start running. Not to anybody, but like I said, to that confidant or the person that you could trust, that person that's asking you truly and genuinely. Um, therapy. Um, uh, picking up a hobby. I know it sounds kind of like what, but like picking up something that interests you to kind of like get your thoughts out. Like, you know what I'm saying? So like, it could be like painting. It could be running a marathon. It could be a sport. It could be um, a musical, like singing, guitar, theater, drama, um, making pottery, planting. It could be anything, but these things are like positive outlets that can bring you joy, give you time to decompress and to kind of like find some zen yoga, meditation, reading, like these things, like we have to just make, we just have to step and do it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause your mind will try to make, try to get in the way, but you can't let it, like you just have to step and do, step and do, step and do, um, and just choose love for yourself. You deserve it. And I just want us to remember that we deserve it and that, um, we're more than enough and that depression does not have to um, rule us and conquer. We are strong even when we don't feel it. And, um, you know, I don't want to like be long winded, but I just wanted to like talk about this today. That's all. I just wanted to talk about it. And shit's not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I said, I have this janky, janky setup. My setup's not perfect. You know, I'm new at this podcasting thing. It's not perfect, but perfection is overrated anyway. Like I'm a Virgo and we're all about perfection and I'm learning to like say fuck perfection because it's perfection. It can be a cause to depression too. Like you trying to like uh, force to force perfection in your life that your life should be this way. Your life should be that way, you know, or whatever. And it's making you feel like shit. And you're comparing your life to other people, which is causing you to be feel bad about yourself and slip into depression. Like, Shit can happen that simply. Um, so fuck perfection. And that's what I'm reminding myself. And so I just want to show up here today. I'm going to keep showing up for you guys every week and for myself. I just want to show up. I want to talk about this topic. I wanted to be real. And I'm really glad that I shared some personal stuff with you guys. I really hope that it touches someone. I really hope that it positively impacts someone. I really hope that, you know, Someone feels a little less alone from the from what I've shared today. And I love you guys. I do. I love you guys so much. And I'm so grateful for this space. 
and this opportunity and resources. <laughs> I'm so grateful. I've I feel like I've come far. I know we all have. And we have even farther to go. But we're gonna do it and we're gonna conquer it. And we're gonna love on each other in the process. And we're gonna uplift and support each other in the process. Um because that's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. And yeah, I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. I'm really glad that I chose this topic and I followed through and I spoke on it because it's needed. <sighs> but until next time, G-Babes, I love you guys so much. Um, remember, make somebody laugh, make somebody smile. You laugh, you smile. Um, and enjoy life, guys. Like we're so and we're so blessed to be alive. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on um, this week's topic. Please feel free to DM me. Um, you can DM us on uh, Shop Golden the Brand, or you can DM me on my personal page, Natalia Lee Marie with two E's. It should be in the description on YouTube for the video, and it should be in the description for the podcast. You feel me? So um, DM me if you're having a hard time with anything. If you just want to talk, I am here. Like, literally, this shit is so important. I don't want you to feel like you're alone. This safe space and community that we're building is important as hell. So please don't feel like you're alone. I am a super nice, like, person. I've, I've been told plenty of times I have resting bitch face, but I promise you, like, I am super easy to talk to, really nice, and um, my DMs are always open. So please, if you're going through anything, please, 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 if you feel like you have no one to talk to or you just want to talk to me, my DMs are open, and I am here. I love you guys so much. Just keep being amazing, G-Babes. Thank you so much for your support. Please share this video and share this podcast episode with someone that you feel like it could help. Um, or just share it because it's a bomb-ass topic that needs to be spoken about. And, um, yeah. So, I love you guys so much. I do, I do, I do. Have a great, great week. And it's me, your girl, your designer bestie, Nat. And I'm logging off. Until next time. Bye, guys. Mm -mm -mm.